Hello and welcome to the Blue Bubble Podcast. Whoa. Wow. I don't even wow. know what to do with that one. Yeah, I, what? What? Do you mean I- like... iPhone Blue Bubbles. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, no Android users allowed. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get into that. Let's. If you're green, no, we're you're not going to get into that. There's nothing to get into. It's pretty yeah, cut you, and dry. There's plenty to get into. <laughs> yeah, we're we're in and out already. In fact, was... I will say that this podcast this podcast only exists because all of us have iPhones. Okay, never mind. Your point's actually valid. I'll let that one. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we couldn't do the thumbs up and ha ha's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we You're never actually abs- text each other. Re- Someone just posts something and we react to it. You'd have to reply, ha ha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, how no dare even? Bro, think when of I'm that. when I'm four tap when I'm five taps into a sentiment instead of one long press tap into a sentiment, like, is the feeling even there anymore? You know, like, <laughs> oh am I not goodness. just kind of pushing it? Oh H-A-H-A, send. Or, or nice. I mean, was that even no. funny? Yeah, like, <laughs> nice. How was your day? Good? Like, I don't, by the time I'm hitting send, I've had so much time to think about, I don't even know if I feel that way anymore. When somebody asks you, how was your day, you just... Thumbs up their text. Yeah, just, yeah, just like <laughs> it. get all the information they need. I, I'm not here to have a conversation. I'm here to let you know one thing and one you thing only. You asked how my day answer. was. I get a text. Answer. <laughs> what I get do you a, want? I get a text from an old friend in high school. How you doing, man? <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> we dude. If whoa, I wanted to whoa, keep up with you, I would have already contacted now you. Now you don't even Thumbs have up. the chance to sell me multi-level marketing products. I shut it down and communicated how my day was. Bam. Two. Oh man, yeah. dude! I, I will say though, just the ability to respond with emojis is incredibly nice. It also can be very um, misused, as you've just very nicely illustrated. <laughs> but, like, here's misused. the deal. That's genius <laughs> use. Here's the deal. It's effective. Use. No, dude, I, I am not. Hear, down. I don't want to hear about your essential oil. But here's the deal. If some, yeah, <laughs> if somebody's like, "Hey, yo, thanks for da 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 da." That is perfect for thumbs Heart up. Heart emoji. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's true. Absolutely perfect. It, it, it comes to that awkward phase where like, if I say like, hey, thank you, then do they have to respond again? Or, you know, yeah. em- emojis just make it way Humanity better. has been trying to solve the no you hang up problem <laughs> for probably most of our existence. Oh, I love you, babe. No, I love you more. I love, I love you, you babe. heart emoji. Up, Bam, I meant that. <laughs> by, the time, this is. by the time I have to say it like for it, no, thank you, man. I really appreciate Hey, you know what? I, I really appreciate everything you do. Well, I couldn't be here without heart emoji. Bam, still feeling it. Still good feelings all around. Beautiful. Yeah. I think they should add one that just instantly instigates beef. Yeah. Just a, a I, you know, let me emoji. get in fights with people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure what it would be. I mean, just like a metal finger. Yeah, <laughs> the, the emoji already exists. All they got to yeah. do is add it to the little panel. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm not asking much. I would. I would love to be able to communicate. Yeah. Beef to a people. water gun, you mean? Yeah, a water it's gun. A water gun. Sorry, my bad. The syringe that no longer has blood on it. My bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've noted that. You as know what well. they say: as the Japanese giveth. American corporations take away. That's correct. Yeah, that is is what they say. Shout out to Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. But I do wish that freaking the iPhone would let you respond with more than just those five or six. I wish give me like a Discord level of yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me pull in from other servers. Yeah, Yeah. oh yeah, that would (laughs) be nice. I I I like that. Has anybody figured out what the care emoji is for in Facebook? 
Don't know, don't care. Oh, what? It's my favorite. The care emoji. <laughs> there, it's basically for one use and one use only, and it's when somebody posts about how their loved ones died. Nah, man. I literally use it on like 85 to 90% of stuff on the. <laughs> if I'm going to react, that's I'll leave the care emoji. That's precisely the problem. Is It is so specific that people use it as a meme. Like yeah, People well, literally use it as a meme. It came out the, last year during like the beginnings of COVID. And everything, mm-hmm. and so I think there was like a specific reason for it. But nah, man, I'm yeah. not using it for that the, reason. Come on, who do you, you think? Remember I am? the thankful <laughs> one that was a purple flower? Yeah, yes. Was, there was also an airplane <laughs> one at one point. There was a really? yeah. there was a gay pride flag one too. Oh yeah, again, just used it till they took it away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Stop taking things away from me, Facebook. You're ruining my fun. I really don't understand the care emoji. Like don't, I, yeah. I, you don't need to well, understand well, okay, it. Okay, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. They post like. Uh, after many, okay, actually I'm not going to do that because I'm not trying to mock it, all right? But let's just say they post about a loved one that passes away, all Care right? Care react. Yeah, because if you do heart, that like is a little weird. Not, not like, day. Oh, I love that, bro. No, I think he's really saying something here. I would like to point out, I'm in a Simpsons meme group called Simpsons Bort Posting, <laughs> and for a year now since they gave us the Care React, Every meme that people have made in there has had to do with the carry act. So like super niche references to the Simpsons and replace like X in a sentence with like a carry act. And so like it started out simple, you know, like Bart drawing on the board, except it was just all carry acts. And now it's like, here's a scene that lasts for three seconds in episode four of season six. Why? I don't know. And I don't care. Carry react. react. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I I I I, I I feel like it had a lot to do with COVID nineteen as well. That that emoji coming yeah, into existence. That's what I think it was. But that's it, not like a sustainable decision. Because nah, COVID nineteen. Frankly, frankly I don't care if they, they keep the care react. Whatever. Just give us other reactions. If they take it away from me, I will move to the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a manifesto. It's gonna Fair. happen. Fair. I I would support this. I'm going to get the FBI knocking on my door now. Somebody's listening to like Nitwick Radio being like, there he goes again. <laughs> and I'm going to have the Secret Service at my house in the next like 48 hours. It happens. You know, it, it happens. Sometimes you say something on the internet that you shouldn't. And next thing you know, you got men in suits at your door. Man, that's, that's exactly what happened on Animal Corner. I got arrested. No, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> but we, that's why we, we had to we stop finished, the pod. We finished recording it, and I was like, man, it's a really good thing that we're moderated most of the time. <laughs> yeah, dude, you know what? Yeah. If we if we wouldn't if we would have disregarded Sony's cease and desist, maybe we could have got arrested for a podcast. Maybe. Nah, yeah. they probably would have tried to take us to court, and then we would have been like, No, we're just, you know, parody laws. I knew I knew that this <laughs> thing is stupid. It's yeah. all stupid. Yeah. I knew I'll this thing was going to end in a lawsuit. I just didn't want it to be that lawsuit. Yeah. You know, it's got to be a little bit more. I got to have some more meat to it like uh, getting getting a getting a court for slander. Technically we're not allowed to talk about this, but Hate like speech. see a, getting a CND is like a rite of passage. It's like the internet content creator equivalent of getting your Eagle Scout. Yeah, getting a cease and desist is actually pretty cool. Like sometimes you'll be like bootlegging a shirt. And next thing you know, you got like 10 letters in the mail talking about like, stop that. And you're like, ah, no, pretty cool I don't experience. think I will. That's a very cool experience. Listen, Ann Shinefield, no such thing as bad press. Nay, nay on you, even though I don't think our audience is even like where it was before. <laughs> 
Seriously. They're like, who's Anne? What are they talking they, about? They don't even know. All right, all right, all right. All right. That's it. We're, we're, we're getting this started. For yeah, you hit that button a while. Okay, hit it again. Yeah, I hit it. I hit Settle it. Down. It was a joke. I feel like you're abusing your moderator powers a little bit. Like, ah, I don't want to listen to these guys cold open for five minutes. I mean, now that Bonk. we're back at the table, you could just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's true. You, you could, could sabotage. Play, I could play footsies you over here on my Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how the podcast ended. <laughs> that's how it ended. That's like my favorite meme I've seen recently is like, it's a crossed out picture of someone stepping on somebody's Nikes and it's like, don't be sorry, be safe. <laughs> like, that's so dumb. I love it. Don't step on my shoes. There's no, but three. that's important though. That's don't, self-defense. Don't I, scuff my J's. Three potential endings to the show. Conan and me, we end up in a legitimate lawsuit against one another blood battle it will have to be against one another or that stepping is the or, or, or stepping on cody's nikes or i think there's a fourth i go to the forest and write a manifesto <laughs> i you know I, I think that's a legitimate I, no, I, viable thing i consider thing that more of like a spin-off vibe like i think you know the show will still have blood it won't have much life having lost you know the person that we secretly realized was holding it together the whole time but uh but don't worry you'll spin off and go make atlanta and people will love it and we'll just be over here still running community yeah without you troy yeah we'll we miss you we're all just utah-based comedians at the end of the day yeah <laughs> the end of the day except i don't agree with all right. that I, I, <laughs> I was on album of the week this week yes you were and uh the streets told me brought portugal the man into the show for the first time i think actually even season I mean, zero been huh? discussed yeah but they've never we've never they've done been, an album we've been talking about portugal portugal the man being talked about on the show is like as old as music is not about how it sounds they are a legacy they are <laughs> the story of portugal the man is as core a message to this show as music is not about so, how it sounds so i i selected my favorite portugal the man album the Ooh. way that i ended up getting into them was kind of weird it wasn't i i got into them around the time i forget the name of the album it's weird it's got purple white in the mountain in the clouds yeah yeah yeah. that's the one that i that's where i jumped on and i think this is just like two albums before but i got really into one of like their second album it's it's like wizard complicated being a wizard it's complicated being a wizard yeah Yeah. emerald magic they're all magic 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 has some pretty cool audio design and just is really experimental and that that really got me excited about him and somehow i i think i actually bought this album at i i have a physical copy of it i bought it at hastings rest Shout out yeah rest nice. in peace hastings rest in peace I, can we just like talk about how this is the seventh record they had released in like their five years of being a band at the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh dude so they were really on it like they would just tour and then record and tour and they were just cranking that out and they did that all the way up until evil friends then there's a four-year break then they come back now everybody knows their name and they've disappeared again so Ooh, until ogden twilight this year yeah which i definitely <laughs> until you want watch to get any commercial <laughs> well no that's what i'm saying they came back and everybody knows their name now because of that album their, their their most recent album smash hit but like what's funny is they still really don't know how to be famous like they got a grammy for that it, the 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 core people that ha- the only two that i believe have been in it the whole time is the singer and the bassist and originally they were really interested with like religion and stuff and so a lot of their lyrics were about like you know they have an album called the satanic satanist and it's just like all this theological weird stuff 
Anyway, the bassist, when they got the Grammy for, for uh, Feel It Still, he he squeaked a Hail Satan in there right at the end. Like, he gave a little speech, and he's just like, Hail Satan. <laughs> Walked <laughs> off. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't really... I don't think that they know how to be famous. I think their next album's probably going to bite for their career. I don't know if the music will be good. I, I, I Frankly, I can't believe we already... Or talking about feel it still. I'm triggered. Okay. I, I was I was like, oh, here, I was like, here it comes. I, uh, it's gonna happen I mean, at some point. Somebody's still? gonna be like, let me talk Rebel about feel it still. It's huh? uh, Rebel just for kicks. The song that's on every commercial. It's called not feel now. It, still. it was. It was. Yeah. Ooh, it was I'm a Rebel sh- just for kicks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was yep. a huge hit. Yeah. Only time I'm gonna sing on the he, show. You're welcome. Here's the thing, here's, Jameson. Clip it. Here's the thing. Like I. I don't feel like that that song is outside of... It is not even an outlier. Yeah. It is, it is very consistent with the rest like of the I don't, I don't feel like they sold out. Good for them. It took off, honestly. I, I would rather not talk about that for tons of time. I'd rather talk about this album because I really like this album. Amen. How many listeners do they have? 6.6 million sellouts. Mostly because of Phil is still honestly. Yeah, but it's on everybody's playlist. They, they sold they sold uh, shirts at that tour that said I liked Portugal the man before they sold out. I saw those on Tumblr. Yeah. Now it makes sense. You they see sold everything them. on Tumblr. They bro. sold. It's a horrible site. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hey, uh, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Oh no. I just I'm think of that little just... kid doing that <laughs> on Vine. That's like one of five good vines. Guys, there's is there is there a is there, crossover? Is there something happening here? Hey. Is this anything? Hey. Can we please talk about the album? Uh, uh, seriously? Can we please exclusively talk about feelings still? <laughs> oh, anyway, I just remember the Olympics one year, and every single commercial had that same song. Yeah. Like, it was a run of, like, four commercials in a yeah. row. It's like, yeah. holy crap. But, no, but what I'm saying is yeah. the, ba- the, the bassist at the Grammys, I mean, at this point, the fan base is still, it, it has all of a sudden become very diverse. You got soccer moms and everything else watching Portugal the Man. who like, like feel me. it still and, and people who like everything else. <laughs> That's the line. <laughs> But he dropped a Hail Satan in there. <laughs> he still did it. Like, I, and that's what I mean. Like, pearls. I honestly wonder what will happen. <laughs> what will happen to the band? I don't know. I yeah. Well, I mean, that was like freaking what 2017. Yeah, they haven't done. And anything. They haven't done anything. Mike since. D produced half that album, and Danger Mouse produced ha- the other half. So yeah. it was still a good album. I like the new album, but yeah, not no longer new. The their newest though. Newest. Yeah. But please, All American right. Ghetto, come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know if I should start. I have a lot to say about. I'll this start. Album. I had an I had an interesting experience with this album. So, <clears throat> you know, I I don't think it's any secret that um I've kind of fallen off about this show. I'm just like not as uh rigorous <laughs> as I used to be about my research. I kind of just come in and I wing it. I kind of just Dude, let stop revealing the yeah the, the cards I, in your hand. Don't show I, the just hand. Just stop revealing the cards. So being the internet's laziest music nerd to the point where it's it's no longer a joke anymore it, it's actually a reality <laughs> that i probably am putting the least amount of effort in i decided to listen to this album tuesday night um before before the show because i can't listen to music at work so, so I, last night so last night i i put my headphones in and i turn on the first song of american gate american ghetto oh yeah uh, the dead dog and I feel my eyes drooping and the, the slow, slow tiredness of the workday begin to overtake me as I fall into a deep sleep 
with the beautiful soundtrack of American Ghetto still playing. And I wake up and I, I notice that I'm not in my room anymore. Not the room that I was familiar with. I look, I look at my hands. I'm about six or seven shades more tan. Uh, I, I go and look in the mirror and I, I have freckles and long braided hair that extends down to my mid back. Surprised by my own appearance, I look back and notice that I have a wife now. And she's beautiful, but not in a traditional sense. She has pixie-cut brown hair uh, and dresses like she goes to the thrift store, but also likes Gucci bags. Um, and, and I go into the kitchen, and I think, well, I have to make my wife breakfast. That's what I have to do. And I say, you know what, today, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to make an egg quiche with, with kale. And so I, I take out my Very iPad so. and I use allrecipes.com new mobile app to f- identify a recipe with five stars because I know that if it has five stars and it's featured on the front page, then it's going to be a good recipe and my wife is going to like it. And I'm, I'm going to be a good husband today. And so I'm, I'm making that egg quiche and my wife comes into the kitchen long, and she says, what are, what are you making? And I say, (laughs) I'm making a recipe that has five stars on allrecipes.com. And she says, wow, then I bet that's going to taste good. Just then at that moment, my two kids walk through, walk in. They've been playing in the back. It's a Saturday. It's a beautiful Saturday outside in California. Uh, My kid, one of them is a tall teenage girl. One of them is a short, sporty boy. They are the perfect picture of good American children. And we're not a religious family. We don't really go to church, but uh, we we have our own Sunday events. We go and we watch every Sunday. We watch a Marvel movie, but this is Saturday, so it's the day before that. And I I'm going to my son's soccer game, and he is he is just he's not doing the best, but you can tell that he really loves the way he does. So I pull out my iPhone 12 and I shoot him an HDR video, and and I'm. He's looking great, and it's capturing every moment of him kicking that swing, swinging that ball. Luckily, my daughter, you know, she's falling a little bit behind on homework, but she's not a bad student. She just, you know, sometimes needs some time to focus. Luckily, we got her the AirPods Pro just last year, and that active noise cancellation is taking out all the noise from the soccer game, so that way she can work on her MacBook Air, rose gold colorway, while <laughs> while we are watching the soccer game, and, it, and it's amazing that we can do this. Finally, after a successful Saturday in which we were a family that supported each other and were subversive to traditionalist ways, but not in a way that is dangerous on a corporate level, uh, I, I go home and I plug in my iPhone 12 Pro Max to my uh, all-new iMac 24-inch with Retina HDR display. And I drag those clips into Final Cut Pro, my ongoing compilation of family memories, which I'm scoring with my uh, Peter Gabriel-inspired punk band's garage band recordings that I also do on the side. And as I lay down in bed thinking about how satisfying of a day it is and how beautiful and wonderful my life is, all of the sudden, my vision, instead of when I close my eyes, it's not black and dark, it's white. And I'm zoomed out. I'm zooming out from my body. And all I can see as I'm whisked away from my beautiful life with my loving wife and my, and my great studious children who like Marvel movies, I see an Apple logo announcing the all-new IMAX availability at, uh, on April 30th to the general audience. <laughs> 
and then I woke up and the album was over. You're right. You're right, Logan. The measure of how much technology you have does uh, that is your quality of life. You're right. Yeah, if you have is. a lot of technology, you're right. Oh yeah, dude, that was. So that was, that was, I'm, I'm recovering from that a little bit. I am. I am. Is this a legit a dream you had, or is this what you thought of while you were listening to it, or what? <laughs> I think he's trying to he's trying to juxtapose, you know, American ghetto against. That's my interpretation of what just transpired. Mm-hmm. He's saying, "Is that the American ghetto?" Absolutely not. No, not oh, even man. close. <laughs> I've seen Richmond, California before. Yes, no. it's not even close. Okay, okay, but wait, here's the deal. Yeah, hold on. I, <laughs> no, what? <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> yeah, come on, unfold a bit more. I think I think it's important, you know, that I realized in in that not dream, vision. Vision Did that you actually American have the vision? ghetto delivered unto me, how important it is that I fill my life not with the love of my culture and my tradition, but with uh, these wonderful Apple products. See, you did this whole thing. <laughs> okay, that did all not. All I could think of was he's listening to Portugal the Man. This album came out in 2010. Kids I knew that listened to Portugal the Man for the most part in 2010 liked Apple products. May have been hipsters. Like, all right, you know, it's going on something. No. Yeah. That that was just a tirade. And that, that was just that was a just tire- that was uncalled. That was a waste of I our time. That was done that was, this to me. That was honestly, honestly a waste of our time. I, 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 I want to apologize mad. to the listeners. I, I am trying to share with you guys a vision I had. This was this was life changing, and I I have Portugal the man to thank for this beautiful vision, for Not this about vision of what life could be. What, all right, all right, what all right, life all right. could be like. Yeah, does somebody else it, have something to say? It's presidential election this week. <laughs> literally, <laughs> like, I don't think he had a single thing to say. I, I, I said he fell asleep <laughs> during the first I, song and woke up I after almost, the album was done. I almost wonder if he even listened to the album. Yeah, and you just front-loaded. You just, you just front-loaded in a row? You just front-loaded <laughs> this show, too, because now if somebody comes and listens to this, this episode, that is how far... Where you just ended that story, that is how far they're going to get. They're not oh, going to hear anything oh, more than... Frick, than, yeah. <laughs> Once it got to the rose-colored Mac app, <laughs> Apple products, they, they turned it off. Oh, yeah. No, they were they're, done. They're, they're like, they were, oh, this is just an ad. Yeah, yeah. they were done. They were done. <laughs> I hope this you're happy. This is how we get paid, dear subscriber. <laughs> oh, my god! I hope gosh. you're happy, Logan. I, I, hope, you're I happy. hope you're happy, and I actually hope you listen to it. Because I'd be freaking <laughs> triggered if you didn't. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling like you didn't. Damon, Damon, what did <laughs> Damon, what did you think, <laughs> What did I think? I don't know. I listened to it like twice. It was good. It was Portugal. He man. was too busy listening to Dangers. I Smart really man. was. I listened to that right before. And so that contrast of I'm ashamed to be an American screamed by a <laughs> professor over and over into, it's a professor, right? Eh. Yeah. Into, uh, you know this album like it's just uh it's just a happy album <laughs> this just, is a happy album it, I, I don't think makes, it's i don't think it's happy i think i think very sonically. melancholy uh, i think it's very melancholy i, I think every portugal man song i've heard i don't know is, this album to me is sonically different than a lot of the other portugal the man there's a lot more like specifically in the drums they re- they were really aiming at kind of i'm not i mean i don't want to call it hip hop but they were definitely targeting a different type of beat than what they usually do. Usually they're just straight up acoustic. They're, they're, they're kind of like, we're the Beatles, but not, we're like, we're like, 
the claymation beatles that's what i think <laughs> of when i think of beatles. portugal the man but this album to me is a little bit different it like at least in production i i really like the bass lines oh yeah oh, he's yeah. cool that bassist is really good i freaking love this album dude i, I but i am biased i'm incredibly biased because i have a lot of nostalgia for it i remember listening to this thing like years and years ago like non-stop i have like almost the whole thing memorized still i love this album um i definitely agree i like the kind of very subtle but also present hip-hop edge that's there uh just a lot of the kind of break beady stuff but it's just really chill it's really listenable like i can turn this on with literally anybody in the room and i won't feel awkward at all you know what i'm saying like portugal anybody. the man yeah portugal the man in general is pretty safe bet but then yeah. i don't know sometimes they i think that's what it sent me to and just like you know this is mm. the song just hey hey play some music <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> i don't know but ironically funny. ironically though it's like there's that's not, not a bad th- thing, there's not as many yeah. there's not although like i know what you mean to say that it doesn't feel like anything special or it feels like you know just something to listen to at the same time it's there's not that many artists that i know of that are just kind of something to listen to that are actually that do that it, well put together. Yeah. That do it this well. Yeah. Cause like I, I, I do get what you're saying, but for me, but again, I am incredibly biased on this one, but like this album is amazing. Like it is not standard in my opinion. I could understand how if you didn't listen to it back then and you've kind of heard it more in the modern context, maybe it would be a little more wishwashy. But for me, like this is a classic. Like this is an actual classic. The, the guitar, the guitar works really cool. Always with them, honestly. I, I think they're they're very much a jam band, but at the same time, they they keep it together. How, however, I oh sorry, don't finish your thought. He just really put something into context for him with that sentence, though. Go, no, you do it. I, it was going to go a different branch, so you go. I was just going to say. So I was talking about like hipsters in high school. So the last time I listened to this album was in high school. I had a friend named Corbin. We sat next to each other in marine biology with Mr. Harris. Nice. <laughs> and uh, he was a senior. I was a sophomore. He was into hardcore, but also into like stuff like this. And he had shown me like Circus Survive and this. And he, we all went and saw Circus Survive. This is like November 2010. So this is a Blue Sky Noise tour uh, with like Dredge, Code 7, Animals as Leaders. Great, great tour. Animals and as Leaders. And I was like, this Old. is sweet. Then he's like, hey, man, Portugal, a man's coming in March. You want to go? Like, yeah, sure. Whatever, man. Surrounded by hipsters. I was like, I don't get this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. And you just were like, it's kind of like a jam band thing. So I don't get it. I just like, I'm not really into jam bands. I will say that that song a thousand years though mm. was very good. It's mm. cool. I did really like that. I had my phone unlocked the entire time just so I wouldn't forget what it's called. But I did like that track. But I was just like, you know, I can see why people like this. I, it's just too mellow for me i think is what it is yeah no i get it i definitely get it and i and i also totally get the it doesn't feel like anything special but at the same time it's just nice to have good solid music you can just turn on oh yeah it's surefire for me but like there are so many hooks and choruses in this thing that are just they just lodge in my brain dude like that's the thing about them for me is like they're actually like pretty good honestly they're pretty good musicians yeah um i yeah i love this and listen to it at work and was not distracted at all i think that's saying something however i gotta i gotta say i am a little surprised not not surprised i think i kind of knew that but this is your favorite album by them huh yeah wow it's the one i've listened to the most 
which I know he, he would say that doesn't mean it's your favorite, but it's I, it, like legitimately I listen to it the most. And I get your concept with that, but like I would say it's the one I listen to the most. And if I'm going to deep dive on Portugal, the man, this is usually the album that's going to get me started. Yeah, fair. Uh, it might be a little classic, but Evil Friends is probably my favorite. Evil Friends Fo- is really good. Followed by this one. This one and Evil Friends are so good. Yeah, their early career was just cool because like they were writing an album every year and they tried a lot of different stuff. Like they wrote one that was almost like a classic rock type, like Led Zeppelin album. That was the one that actually just before. No, I think it's two before this one. But then this one, like they were kind of experimenting with the drum production, and then eventually they arrived at Danger Mouse and they haven't left. Mm-hmm. So they are very much a Danger Mouse friendly band at this point. And mm. we'll see. I, I honestly don't know what their next album's going to be. But anyway, I like the album. Oh, I freaking love it, dude. <laughs> Is that it? Is that freaking it? You're going to tell me about some vision you had about Southern California and then be done? I mean, I mean, come on. You didn't listen. <laughs> I listened to this album three times over. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad to His hear it. His foot was on. I shut you down. Scout's honor. All right, all right. I <laughs> yeah, like it. You just don't really like it? Man, I like... You know, sometimes I really miss on this show. Like, I really... I just, like... I'm so- up... Whoa. <laughs> I'm up there with the bat, and I'm like, I feel great about myself. Like, I've been workshop... I've been practicing... I've been workshopping this bit for, like, two days. <laughs> this is really... This is really gonna, like, perfectly communicate how I feel about this album in all the level of nuance that I want. And then... And then the, I see the ball coming. I'll take I'll take this first one, guys. And I and I swing the bat. And not only do I not hit the ball, but the bat goes flying out of my hands and hits my mother-in-law. <laughs> and then, and then Is this you hear the same mother-in-law that's like you know mother of your wife in the hypothetical. <laughs> and then you hear Damon in the background go, "Bro, this is just an ad." <laughs> Dude, I actually I actually appreciated that. I knew what you were saying. That was me that I, called it I, an I, ad. I, I, I disagree with these three. I appreciate what you said. I Thank got you. the, the oh. I got the tonal parallels, but it didn't share that much about your opinion. No, it really didn't though. Like I I mean I, I can see from a certain perspective, maybe a few things you were trying to say. What were you trying to say? Like you didn't represent the ghetto, you're not just like doing hip hop music, or what are you trying it, to it say? It seems to me like Let's do interpretive dance. If you're white, you have to do emo. Yes. No. No. Is that what you were trying to do? Hey, this is proof that you put one dot on a piece of paper and there's infinite lines. That's what you. That's kind of what I feel you say. Let me say that this is what I got out of it. I might be totally off, but I got you were painting a portrait of the life of somebody that basically is in perfect harmony with this style of music, both inside and outside of the music. Portugal the man is known for kind of being this hipstery, vibey, weird, yeah, they, specific. They call themselves the Lords of Portland. Uh-huh. It makes sense. And That's it so felt curious. to me like with your descriptions, you were basically just <laughs> painting that. But then it didn't share very much to me about what you thought about the album. Unless you just wanted to say, oh, I just think it's a Lords of Portland album. And that's it. That's what I got. I feel like your guys' interpretation of what you think I'm saying is much more interesting than my actual take on the album. Like, are you saying you have to do emo if you're white? Are you saying it's not really about the ghetto? Well, I mean, you're like painting this picture of someone who would be happy in that way. It's, I just, 
You the, are assigning the kids, value. The kids that, that recommended huh. me Portugal huh. the man, Portugal the man. Sorry, in high school, uh, they fit that description perfectly. Yeah, like, yeah, they, that's what I'm they saying. Are what he I would. That, like, that's what I'm saying. I would like, like to invite you to think that uh, whatever you thought I was saying when I was describing to you my prophetic vision is what you are projecting no, okay, onto me here, and saying about here's the yourself. Thing. Here's the problem. Okay, that's oh, fair gosh. enough. But Yo. then I, I think we we've we've you know been around this question a lot. Yeah. Is the fan base truly what the artist is? Yeah, for me, that's not a that fair review. That review, at least what I got out of it, was like a perfect portrayal of just fan base perspective. Yeah, it's like congratulations. That's, you know that people that go to Slipknot shows are gonna just go nuts in the crowd. G- good job. You know that about them. Like that doesn't mean you know anything about the music. I mean, I don't want to totally dodge this, but I didn't say any of that. At all. Right, hold on. But, but, but <laughs> in the same breath, apart, you didn't say almost anything at all. Like, other than apart, a, let's just ask this. Logan, did you like the album? Yeah, yes or no? I like the all right, album. cool. <laughs> there we go. Next segment. I just, I'm just I, saying. I didn't say New ground rules. No more interpretive dance. Interpretive dance on this show sucks. The hardest DJ. I bet you the person that listened to this album. I'm kidding. I mean, how triggered everybody got. I'm kidding. I'm literally kidding. I am incredibly surprised. Like I. I really, my goal going into that was just like, I'm going to try and describe my feelings on this album, like, in a way that I feel communicates as much of my actual emotion around it as possible. And then to see everybody be like, what are you saying about the fans? What, what do you mean it's not really about an American ghetto? I mean, really, what? I mean, everybody that recommended me this album kind of lives in lo- I didn't say any of that. Yeah, okay, but... No! Don't include me in that. No, 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 here's the thing. That. I didn't do any of that. I simply stated that the person that showed me that album was a hipster. That's a totally independent hey, statement yo. of what you got. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, no, I understand they're, they're, if we want to ban interpretive dance, but... Y'all kind of showed no hands. No, we can't burn interpretive If you walk into a room, like a board meeting, and you just sit down and are like, there's this... When I was eight years old, there was this dog that lived across the street. That's what I do. It, and it bit my kid. It, it, it bit the neighbor's cat. The cat suffered with rabies, and then it ripped out the child's eyes that lived in that, that house. That goes hard. And then you sit back in your chair. <laughs> then people are going to be like, what, what did you mean by that? What, what did you mean to say? And you're like, bro, I didn't say any of that, bro. I just said that there was a kid in the, that ripped out a hey, child's whoa, eyes. Whoa, whoa, it has whoa. no... It, you can't just like... Drop a random, <laughs> completely like tangential thing, and then just be like, "Now you guys are like perceiving it and turning it into this weird." Your interpretations are wrong. Wait a, wait a <laughs> second. I'm not saying anybody's interpretations are wrong, but what I am saying is that uh, my compadres. You are music critics. I mean, our job uh, is to assign uh, yeah. meaning to wiggly air. There may be artistic intent. Behind said wiggly air. There may be my intentions when I am creating this wiggly air, but ultimately it is meaningless wiggles if nobody can't connect with it, can't bring their own experience and start telling telling even me, the creator, he's what trying, those wiggles mean. He's trying to plead the, the Kurt Cobain. He's trying to plead the Kurt Cobain. It, it's a really Kurt nice Cobain. and very subtle backpedal. He's like, like it I almost never... doesn't feel like a backpedal. But it is. He's literally doing a Kurt Cobain. Because Kurt Cobain, people would ask him about his lyrics, and he would say exactly what he's saying. Yeah. That's exactly... I I think that um, 
you know, there's a time and a place for for art-driven interpretation stuff, and that's cool. If you want to start trying it on this show, that's cool. But just so you know, that is so out of character <laughs> for everything that yeah, happens the, on this show. There definitely wasn't that, a lot of hipster impl- implications, which is what... It was the Apple products. Which, no, which it was the braid, bro, and the tan. is what and led the, us towards... <laughs> it led us towards... I forgot about the hair, yeah. Because you're, <laughs> you're not wrong. Like, I know what, I know what Portugal Man fans are. beautiful. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, that cut. was interesting. <laughs> yeah, the pixie... Uh. All right. <laughs> Fantano of the week. of the week. Fantano of the week. And then he acts like, what? What? All right. Fantano of the week. Fantano Industry week. plants should be launched into space. Okay. Here we go. We're going back to- Tramp uh, stamps. We're going back to the feel it still I, problem. I have to admit, I thought the tramp stamps discussion was pretty fun. I, yeah, I, it was I, fun. I liked Can we it. say that word? Fun? Yeah. Tramp? <laughs> what are we going to do? Get banned from Twitch? Who cares? Um, <laughs> just broadcast on my channel. Uh, uh, I, I do admit I did totally just cram this one right before we started, but. Oh, is that what you were watching? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was a crazy week. And so I didn't, I just right. couldn't, but anyway, um, you know, this, uh, there's a lot of fair ground here to be covered, but also a lot of extremely annoying ground to be covered mm. because, Oh man, this show about a year ago. I'm surprised you're taking the point on this. Yeah, let him take it. Okay, I'm actually curious where you're going with this because I've been on the show for a year and I want to know what you're about to say. Actually, you know what? A little before you came. Okay, okay. I was like, what am I to blame for? It was just industry plant this. Um. Algorithm this, and, and then I come on here. I'm like, let's talk oh, about no, black metal on the very first episode. <laughs> this <laughs> no show, industry plants and black metal, just people killing each other. This show, <laughs> and not even rest in peace. I don't even want it to rest in peace. It was just like industry plants, popular music, CEOs, music algorithms. News, my favorite artists release. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But all I'm saying is the topic of industry plants. Whenever I hear anybody. Bring it up just gives me PTSD. I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. triggered. There you go. I Jake's started. Triggered. I, I started. A little salty. All right. All right. You already heard my take. Actually, I started. I said we're going to launch him into the space. <laughs> yeah. The space. The space. The Not space. just space. The space is the, the singular space. Anyway, that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> just, you're, you're, that you're triggered? No, no, no. I'm I, I'm actually not that triggered. I'm just saying I don't really like this topic that much because sure there are industry plants. Yeah, that's. That I thought Fantano true. did a really good job because he acknowledged and he was saying even if they are industry plants, that's not necessarily the worst thing. That that means that there's people in the industry that think that they could make it. And I mean, how they're getting there is necessarily depending on how you look at it. The most honest, but at the same time, like he was pretty fair about it. Honestly, I, I liked. I, I think I feel about like what he described in that video. So, I, I'm going to throw agree. this out. Until I came on this show, I had never heard the phrase "industry plant" before because I don't really listen to that much popular music, so I don't care about who's popular. And so I came on here, and I it's probably Billie Eilish, honestly, because of the timeline that would make the most sense. Someone calling her an industry plant. I'm like, oh, I don't even know what that is. And then it became a situation of, I don't know what that is, and I'm too afraid to ask. So <laughs> I'm glad that we got around to this, because now I know what an industry plant is. Like, I had no idea until, like, last week. In a way, week, we've done our job. I learned something. <laughs> That's not a thing that happens often. Oh, man. I mean, it does happen. And, and, and again, it's just like anything else, like... 
you know, I guess you the question of I I mean me personally I just I I don't appreciate when that happens just because I know that there's so many people who put a lot on the line to try and make it and if they already have a like a an in in the industry don't I, I would rather somebody who doesn't have a chance actually get it now instead. that now that point but I that's absolutely agree that's with. the whole point that's the whole point of frustration for me with it because it's just it's just it's not that. People, it's popular. That doesn't bother. That really does not bother me. If something's popular or whatever, what bothers me is it's just like, as the industry functions, I just want artists that really care about the craft to have a chance to climb to the top. That's what I want. And this type of stuff, again, depending on how you frame it, but it does represent definitely an obstacle that people have to get past. That's fair. That's actually a very fair perspective on it. I, I do think that um, I also echo what you said about Fantano's like take on it. Like he he wasn't overly acidic about it. Actually, no, it was kind of interesting. No, I, 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 really, I was expecting him to be all Fantano esque, and he really wasn't. So yeah, it, it's an interesting topic. There definitely are problems with that for sure. But I think what was what's more interesting is to hear Fantano talk about how he's on TikTok and liking it. That's what I think's funny. Bro, I was scrolling on Instagram and then freaking this video came up of, of Fantano. Like oh. the pizza getting, there's yep. this pizza getting sliced. Yeah. He's going all Too in. Too many slices. I was like, wow. You know, oh, Fantano's boy. becoming oh. a TikToker. Straight up <laughs> yeah. TikToker. Yeah, man. Cody's going to do it next. I already have a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one. I post Counter-Strike clips on there. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, TikTok is a really cool music community. And I was just like, oh, I don't boy. even put music on it. I literally leave it unedited with all the horrible toxicity of Steam users. <laughs> do you, you, do you, you historically have had things to say about that. Do you think, because now TikTok is no longer like, it, like when it was... A little bit younger, the way we talk about it, I think is a little bit different than what it is now, especially with coronavirus. Have your opinions on TikTok shifted at all? What I've really been thinking about lately is like post TikTok. Like TikTok kind of is what it is culturally now. And there, in my mind, there's like no way to, there's no longer a way to really ignore it as a cultural force. Uh, there was a time where you could kind of just like, nay nay on it you could be like oh it's just teenagers it's just adults looking at teenagers do dances <laughs> uh but uh. You, like i mean even though all that stuff i still think is funny you kind of can't ignore what it represents right now in the culture as it stands so i'm no longer like so hyper focused on oh man like tiktok's really getting the kids it's really like ruining the culture like it's already been happened so I'm not really wasting that much more mental energy on it. What I am really thinking about, though, is like, okay, so, like, how is this, what is this going to look like five, ten years from now? Vine 2.0. How is this, because, yeah, Vine <laughs> really changed a lot of internet humor from, uh, like, think, like, absurdly long YouTube sketches about video game characters so uh -huh. with bad special effects. I miss effects. it. I, I miss it, miss it Those so were much. Good times, I do. But, but <laughs> Recording paradigm, your TV with a point and shoot camera the paradigm yeah. has shifted a little bit and i think especially the nature of what tiktok is as a platform now it's a tweet and the person just pointing at oh it. my <laughs> gosh bro that is uh, yeah that is so internet humor no makes doubt. me uh, there's die. so much cringe <laughs> or just or not even that anymore it's just a caption and then the person just yeah yeah, yeah just straight face and you're like oh, oh. okay 
Yeah. Okay. yeah and, then, <laughs> and then it's just outside of that, it's just straight up ADHD yell and shout about stupid things. And Fantano is straight up doing it now. Straight up. He is not pretending to not be. He's just doing it. Yeah. Sometimes you got to lean into it. Know your audience. You got. You got. I to guess. Le- got to lean into. I it. guess. But that. I mean, at what? I mean, if we're talking about sell out the man. I mean, at what point you're just like, all right, TikTok exists as a cultural force. Let's cut pizza and yell about it. Well, I mean, I am in no <laughs> way advocating. I actually to saw get that too. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we all saw it, man. <laughs> I did not. Well, you I don't won't need be lumped to. in. I'm a boomer. That's yeah, fair, use bro. TikTok, but, obviously, to post Counter Strike clips. <laughs> <laughs> what What happens now when TikTok kids grow up? Because I think they are, for better or for worse, of the platform. I think net worse, but I don't think that's relative uh, relevant to the discussion. How is that going to change their music consumption habits and and even their broader media consumption habits going forward? Because I'm not talking about right now. Right now, it's about like. Who's got a song that's a mix of quirky, but also really like groovable? What's that? What's that going to look like in five years as their tastes grow and change? What type of music are these kids going to be making? What type of music are they going to want to promote as their tastes mature, as they inevitably will, as they become 24 year olds that have hosted a music podcast for two years? What kind of new artists are they going to be bringing to the table that I don't necessarily appreciate because I've grown up in this like iTunes, Spotify, and like random YouTube art channels posting music that I care about. So uh, honestly, I think we're going to see uh, probably a wider variety of genres. I think what we classify as quirky music now, we're going to see some artists really grow into a new branch of experimental and really start pushing the envelopes in ways that only they can because they come from this ADHD, really, like, social media sugared up generation. Because they are going to mature. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not all doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. They're going to grow and yeah, change. And, I, and I think or... I can think about this positively when I think about, man, that's really going to bring some new ideas into the fold. And I could see getting excited about some I'm not of trying to paint an, like, inherently negative. Well, it's mostly bad, though. But, like, <laughs> what I am saying, negative. what I'm saying is I think a lot of what is going to happen. Frankly, I think it's just going to be like the one-hit wonders that came out of like the 80s and early 90s. I think it'll just disappear. Certain ba- like a lot of these quirky uh musicians and stuff, I think people just aren't going to care and they're not going to Can gonna... someone like point out an example of one of these quirky Like musicians? Jack Stauber is quirky. Well, okay, but here's the deal. Is like this uh, is how this... wait, another example for Cody. I uh, yeah, I'm still Oh. Uh I I don't know, quirky music? Yeah. Caro uh, oh, Caro Bonito. Oh, Caro okay. Caro Bonito. They might, no, they KKB might be is sick, though. <laughs> KKB is sick. Here, here's the deal, though. It, like, to who? The question is always to who? Because, sure, it might just fizzle out or whatever, but these kids that had an experience with music, that is going to be part of their music experience for the rest of their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to be freaking 57 years old <laughs> living in some suburb suburb and, and buttercup's gonna come on they're gonna be like "Ooh, yeah hey yeah all, right, all i'm gonna say you is know? that that's better than oh sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band <laughs> greatest album yeah. of all time yeah you know that, what? i i would take that any day <laughs> it is way better 
there. Danger zone. Yeah, that hat's I'm, over there. Yeah, yeah. finally, yeah. finally. Does, all right, let classic rock die a horrible death, my, and Buttercup will. Re- I don't know what Buttercup from, is. <laughs> it's what? Yo, it's you've a great song, it. actually. Yeah, you've probably heard I can, it. I can, I can really rally around that. If Did, this is what kills classic rock. It's not yeah, okay. Happen. I can I take a little societal it's just straight up not going to happen. I, I just think it's funny that uh, <laughs> I think it's funny that you guys get but they that mean, triggered about you like the Beatles rock. though. You like yeah, the Beatles. I do. Yeah, but I mean that doesn't mean I think they're the greatest band of all time. It doesn't. Yeah, but, but like saying they don't uh, have to die. Rolling though. Stone. They don't have to die. But you know what I mean? We can enemy. we can move on. You know, it's already been yeah. sixty years and people still aren't over them. Yeah. And Danger Zone. Well, you know? I think like, yeah. we can move past. <laughs> I hey, think man, for Top those, Gun's the greatest American movie. <laughs> those oh, people God. that like were there for that classic rock movement is totally cool. If that, that's yeah, their yeah. thing, that's but their thing. It's just and, like it's just you know, uh, it bugs me so bad. This might be one of my least favorite things about the music industry is just like people my age or younger just default saying the Beatles are the greatest band of all time. Like just mm-hmm. saying that because mm-hmm. it's been told to them. They didn't formulate that opinion on their own. Yeah, Neil they Peart just, is the greatest drummer. Yeah, you know that's actually just, just cold hard fact. You know, I'm sorry, there's, <laughs> there's, like, there's no they people just, truth they to just that. like Eddie their Van Halen, number one guitarist, and then it's just yeah, like, you that you know, far, like, but he's like, pretty good. Guns and Roses, they're just one of the greatest bands of all time. It's like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, that's not my opinion. I'm just saying like that's what so other people say. You're triggered, triggered by people. You're triggered by people who rely on things like. You know, pitchfork and stuff. Well, it's just no. People rely on things like their dad's iPod and never evolve. Pitchfork past sucks. It. Just unrelated. And yeah, hey, I'm I'm gonna point out that I visited Pitchfork after, and I was like, hey, wait a minute. Just Pixie so you know, Smiths, pitch- <laughs> Tribe Called Quest, they're all Pitchfork tense. was I like, mean- check out this album, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, ten out of ten. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> blocked. Oh man. Blocked. Canceled but by I, code. I'm blocked. Done. No, I get what you're saying. Though, like for it, sure. it, it irks I, me misinformation, so bad. Just, misinformation. Twitter <laughs> at Jack. Do something about this. Get like, the count off here. I, like this at happened. Jack. This happened this week where I had to watch a bunch of concerts for one of my classes, and there were like a bunch of live streams on Facebook, and one of them was like a Beatles cover band, that and all the sucks. all the comments were just, "Oh yeah, the Beatles will they'll go down as the greatest band in history." Like just everybody's saying, it's like you don't have to say that. Like. Just because other people say that doesn't make it true, and like, okay, but I, to it's their just credit, so, it's just so easy to hear that. I'm not, so I'm not trying times. to make an, an, like an extensive case for the Beatles, but the truth is, they really did write just fun music that um, is generally happy and yeah. is, especially for its time, like it was, it was something that just hadn't been done, and like, yeah, don't give me. There's I a like lot the to be Beatles. celebrated. I, I just with think the it's super easy to, to be a 19 year old kid sitting here right now, like. Yeah, they're not that big of a deal, man. But like back then, it was <laughs> no, way yeah. different. It but was but like the same could be said about like Glenn Miller or like hey, Glenn just, Miller's great. Okay, but, <laughs> <some respect laughs> but I'm just saying, like Tim and his trio. Okay, but like, I, hey, I I love jazz, but like you know, there comes a certain point where it's like you know they're good, but like stop only listening to the Beatles because you've been told. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? No, yeah. I mean, I I I, I, I get the, the industry should. I don't think that's what they want. Like, I I mean, like. Even, I mean, you can make fun of it, but that Paul Mac- Paul McCartney album did come out, and he is trying to have yeah. people that are contemporary remix his stuff. Like, I think that's cool. Like, that's an attempt to try and cross the generational boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I don't know, like, there's a lot to be celebrated there. I agree with you also just to say that 
their their default the best is in the right play but yeah there is a lot of good to it too like i'm not out to say like get out of here you're the worst ever like i am you have to say the old school music's the worst ever. Get out of here. No, you're saying that to the new. You're saying that's yeah. Anything that came out recently, trash. Yeah, I just think if you ever default to almost anything, that's my thing. Is like I used to be all like, I would condemn like whole entire genres. I'll do that like, right would, now. Hyperpop sucks. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. I'll no, but like my my thing is like I I remember saying like. Country sucks, man. If you like anything country, like, come on. But now, like, a lot of the music I listen to is acoustic and kind of parallel to country. A lot it of just, good country it, records it out just there, man. It happens. I yeah. don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just think, like, the Beatles aren't the only band to have infinite good songs, it feels like, you know? No, and I agree. He, like, I, I've been listening to a lot of Elliot Smith, and I think he's a dude that just, like, his whole discography, discography like, it's not, like... I don't know songs everybody knows, but like they're all so easy to enjoy. You know, are you okay? Yeah, I am. I'm okay. doing great. But like, yeah, sure. he's oh, you like, mean usually like people he... listening to Elliot Smith for long periods of time aren't so. No, I'm, I'm to make sure. you, you mean like Portugal the man? You know, yeah. Turn it on. It's a good song. Yeah, exactly. It just yeah. press play, and it's a good time for the whole friend group. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I actually agree. I agree. No, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna jump to the next segment. We're gonna skip news, but I did have one. Oh, I did. I, I had news. Oh, well, because I, I, I want to hear okay, fine. opinions S- on this. Say your item. Say your okay. Item. So New York City, they started allowing shows again. So you probably know Tompkins Square Park, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So Saturday, I think it was Saturday. This band called Madball, bunch of other New York bands, another band from Pennsylvania called Wisdom and Chains, threw a show because it was outside. They. I'm not actually going to get into all like the controversy around it, but like 3000 people showed up and like wow. no masks, nothing. Wow. So at what point I'm curious, just like, and we don't have to come to a definite answer. At what point do we start having shows again? Well, Ogden's going to start in August. Ogden's yeah. starting in August. I, there's that post Malone show coming to Salt Lake. Like, Oh man, yeah. There's, the, that, there's a High huge Fest. one in September in Vegas. It's got like Billy Eilish, headlining and then like green day yeah and i think also post malone and like asap rocky well frankly my my thing about this is is maybe it's a little too soon right now but like honestly most of the people that are high risk are are vaccinated already so i don't know how much longer this is gonna go but like we'll see but i think shows are gonna start really soon like next couple of months i think the industry has really suffered and like like jake says if and we pretty well have the guarantee, at least in uh, the United States, that the people that are high risk are vaccinated. So I think it's going to, I don't know. I think, I think whenever they start doing it, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not outright against it, honestly, at this yeah, point. But. Me, me neither. I'll probably go to a show once, once go. one looks interesting yeah, to me. I'm, I'm I'll double go. vaccinated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm fully vaxxed, so yep. I'm not too worried about it. Yep. But yeah, it was just like an interesting thing to watch. Like they have this show and there was, you know, like, oh yeah, people are probably going to go to it. Like, no. This place was packed, like as far back as you could see, like body to body. It was weird. Dang, well, dude, have like, you seen Orem right now? No, that kind of stuff happens like every day of the week. Yeah, but Orem's also like tantamount to hell. Yeah, it's a no, terrible uh, place. They yeah, also no, I'm did not that about, basically like, right. Yeah, I say the they just they never stopped. Yeah. Orem was just yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we're gonna have parties and yeah. get fined ten thousand dollars every weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's cr- it was bad. I remember. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. Yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that seeing bad. that footage. I was like, oh, frick. No, but so my, my little news item was I, I ran into an article that I thought was funny. It was talking about 
bands that actually don't have the word the in their name uh, and bands that do pixies it, are they pixies yeah they're pixies yeah so my my question like like yeah i was surprised by some of them like eagles they're eagles not the eagles carpenters not the carpenters and i was like wow yeah wow no like i have definitely been trained on a lot of these to here let's see who else they had the mandela effect which is actually Hey, I was wrong and other people were wrong and I'm not going to allow myself to be wrong. Beastie Boys, <laughs> Bee Gees, Carpenters. Oh. Do you think it was the Beastie Boys? I did, yeah. I honestly did. Dead Kennedys. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no Deftones. The. Yeah, there's no the in Deftones either. Yeah, this is really all the time just like people put the and like, uh, yeah. it's not there. It's Devin Townsend there. Project. Nobody knows it, but it's, the, it's Misfits act- too. Mm. It's actually the Slipknot. You didn't know is that, it? is it? No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, not, that totally actually kidding. like that totally gives a different vibe completely. It does. Yeah, you're right. Misfits. They just showed up on this. Grateful Dead. Did I see MC5 yep. on there. Pixies. Just yes. Yeah. Kick out the jams, man. Queens of the Stone Age. I've never said the in front of that though. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, the tends to not be there. Yeah, that's interesting. Actually. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh. All right, we got to get on to bops. It's like, get out of my house. Yeah, you guys got to get out of here. I'm sorry. All right, yo. Um, I ha- having a little bit of a n- nostalgia this week. Um, I started just thinking about how I've been totally just missing Crywolf in my life. And he has not posted anything. He is not. Well, actually, he did post a picture like two days ago. But he has not done like anything except like six months. To eight months ago he said he's already sitting on an album that he's ready to release this year so i was just kind of like man dude like i've been missing him so i listened to him a bunch this week and uh, my bop this week is the track slow burn off of his album cataclasm which is a great album front to back so anyways just very good stuff you know the vibe you either like it or you don't but i love it and um uh, i'm excited for what he has to come up here this year so slow burn go try it if you haven't all right um i found a song a few weeks ago that just lands perfectly in everything i like in music actually it's uh so i was listening to uh mf doom's operation doomsday and mf doom has like a project called king Ghidorah, but on the operation doomsday there's a feature of king Ghidorah, not Ghidorah. Ghidra spell different and I'd never heard of them and there's like one MF Doom song from this album but this song coming at you just is so dorky makes me laugh every time I hear it nice and album covers killer I don't know just love it deep cut deep yep. cut mm-hmm. I'm gonna say some words finally I want to let you know if let me know if you feel anything oh no I woke up and it, I was in like southern nah, Seattle. He's going to slam poetry us. <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. Slam poetry. Here's some, here's some words for you. Thigh high striped socks. That's slam poetry. Sorry. <laughs> Amen break. Oh yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Travis Scott. Wow. <laughs> if you felt anything at any of these words. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did, song? dude. I did. Please listen to my track, Beat the Heck Out of the Person by Brandon Lowe. Nice. Wait, wait, wait. 
is heck literally in the title or is it no, something it's, else? Okay. It's a, I just wanted to be sure because I was like... It's a naughty. It's a naughty. No, I, I figured it was, but I was like, I've seen weirder things that you'd never know. Censored it for the for the nine-year-old atheist. <sighs> sorry, nine-year-old atheists. It'll or come. not sorry. I don't know. Not sorry at all. Yeah. Um, My bop of the week is by some band that most people have probably never heard of called Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. Is it The really? Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah. It's the Smashing Pumpkins. Dang. No, it well, is. Yeah, it is actually. It is. They're the. Yeah. Fetch, anyway. what a perfect timing. <laughs> the the song is Here Is No Why from Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. I think that is the, probably the best double album ever made. Bruh. It is two hours long and there is not a skippable track on it. It's fantastic. Wow. wow Billy wow. Corgan is the man. He's an idiot, but he's the man. Wow. At least in the 90s. He hasn't released anything good in 15, 20 years, but you know, that's okay. I mean, mine mine has no street cred, but I have been listening to a lot of the Smashing Pumpkins this week. I really have. Jake can actually attest. Yeah. I've turned it on several times. We yep. saw the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, we did. And Aaron I, spent like $10 on his $5. I, okay, never mind. I'm even more. Jealous. I literally went up <laughs> to the scalper. I spent like $120 I on went mine. to the scalper on, a, on one of those little Zoom scooters dude those are fun yeah I, I went up to the scalper on the still on my scooter and i was like how much for a ticket and he's like dude this was a hundred dollar ticket i can't give you this for any less than five bucks 80 bucks <laughs> and then i was i literally was like ten ten dollars then he's like i'll go to 50 and i'm like 20 and he's like no way there's just no way and then, and then i was like all right <laughs> and i took off me and my friend, we go around, we go down to the gateway. Wasn't we, it you and Matt Benson? Yeah. Okay. We, we come rolling back. The dude's walking back away from there, the scalper, and he still has tickets in his hands. And I stop and I was like, five bucks. And he's usually a scalper. If they truly have honor, they will not do this. But this guy had no honor. And I was like, five bucks. He's like, fine. <laughs> hey, no, man, see, you'll pay okay, for my freaking so McFlurry. To give context to this, <laughs> the tour that they did was all of the original members except for one. And I was like, that's wild. I never thought I'd see this in my life. And so, like, the second tickets went on sale, I bought one. Uh, like, 120 Yeah, and that, that, that's... And Aaron spent... Overpaid $5. <laughs> the show didn't even sell out at all. Literally, my seat got upgraded for free. Yeah. Was it at Vivint? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Really? It wasn't full? It was really cool, Dude, though. it wasn't even full to the second level. <laughs> they, 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 when they did that <laughs> David Bowie, that was oh, yeah. on the stairs, that was pretty great. Yo, Dang. speaking I didn't of... Miss, I, I, I thought didn't they miss, were really popular. I didn't miss... They are. That's why I bought a ticket when they went on sale. <laughs> I didn't miss any of the show, and literally, it was just an afterthought. I was like, yo, Matt, you want to go to yeah, the Smash Pumpkins? <laughs> it was like the first time I'd seen Aaron outside of a Beto's in like six years. <laughs> yeah, no, and I went up to Cody, and I was really condescending, because he told me he paid for the ticket, and I was like... Who goes to the Smashing Pumpkins? That's what I said to him. <laughs> Bro, um, now it's a double bop of the week, dude. <laughs> and now Yo, it's I, I, was, I was just listening to today. Uh, I've been listening to that first album by them quite a bit. They have their Gish. two they have their two sides and when they uh when they are kind of more on their mellow spacey side, I am just totally in. Oh yeah, they've got a, like a lot of really shoegaze adjacent awesome stuff yeah. going on so, i'm into that side of them speaking of concerts cody already put the head the headlights out but yo tomorrow morning buy portugal demand tickets if you want to come oh tomorrow's thursday whoops 